Welcome back to the Mark Hours Podcast, the official podcast of YouTube. What's good with you, Chen? Man, life is good. <laughs> What's good about life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying something to do, man. I'm trying man. something to do. Uh, whoa. No, you, you good. Um, yeah, nah, um, I think... I think you know, just just enjoying. Summer is my favorite time of the, of the year. So you know, even though it's a little too hot, especially at night when you're trying to sleep, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the sun. I love people being outside. And then you love, love get, you love getting darker too. You said I love getting darker. It's all it's all beautiful, man. I love so getting the vitamin. D. I, I love getting darker. Early mornings. Vitamin D. Shout out to Prima. But um, I like getting dark. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute to even understand what. I, I'm a rapper. Um, I want to get darker evenly though. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> this man's streaking. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like depending, my arms can be darker than my face and things like that. It just, it just is what it is. You know what's funny? Going back on a couple of um. Going back on a couple of episodes yeah, where, yeah. where Elon was supposed to uh, buy Twitter, and the more <laughs> and more stuff that's coming out, I feel like he was joking about it. I don't know if he was like really serious on trying to buy it. I don't know. I mean, he took out a bunch of loans, <laughs> <sighs> but I sold my shares. So hey, Twitter, Twitter, when I sold it, it was at like fifty something. So you was it's back to thirty something. <laughs> you like I won. <laughs> I told y'all. <laughs> and I don't the, trust that man. The thing that's funny, I didn't know there's a um I think they called it don't quote me a breakup clause or something like that. Well it's not called breakup clause. Oh when you got paid back. To where if I engage in an if I engage in a negotiation to buy a company and we get to a certain point, to break off talks, I have to pay I think a billion dollars. That's fair. What? I was joking. Don't <laughs> be joking about my <laughs> I was joking. I said, I'm going to buy Twitter. The same joking. way as I said, I'm going to put Coke back in Coca-Cola. I was joking. Hey, man. You signed some papers. <laughs> oh, man. That is crazy. That I don't is... know why he would um, want to buy Twitter and then change his mind like that. I don't know why. He... I mean, I know why. He said that most of the people are fake, but that's a dumb reason. <laughs> you think to do your research before, before you say <laughs> that, that's so dumb. I I wouldn't said nothing. I just would have popped up like, "Hello guys, I own Twitter now." Like you get yep. what I'm saying? Like, like I wouldn't even told. I wouldn't even brought y'all with me on on the whole process. But shout clout. out to Elon. Shout out to Elon. Shout out to Clout. Man, okay. I don't think it's Clout. Y'all think he want Clout? He's a billionaire. Like, what does he want? What does he need clout for? Why does anybody want clout? Some people don't make no money off of clout. Most people don't make money off of clout. I'm telling you, people just like the attention. I guess. It seems like he loves attention. I don't know. Usually, that's why his windows broke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's bulletproof. Are you sure? He threw a rock at it. Shout out to Elon. I'm 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 not an Elon hater. It sounds like I am, like a lot of liberals, but I like Elon. I don't think he's Steve Jobs, but he's cool. I think he's funny. I think he's more funny than genius. <laughs> I think he I think he's hilarious. He's definitely the funniest billionaire we got. You think so? By far. Oh man, I need to follow. By far. To... But the thing about it is, uh-huh. have you have you ever met somebody who is funny, uh-huh. but it's not their jokes that's funny? 
it's like no, like you're funny. We're laughing at you. Oh damn! Like, <laughs> like, like Elon seemed like the type of guy to where um, I feel like a like I feel like I would have a good conversation with Elon, but I feel like I wouldn't laugh at anything he say. But I just laugh at him. Like there's something like he's gonna do something or say something that's not supposed to be funny that's gonna make me laugh. Interesting. Like, you know, so that's why I'm like, he's definitely the funniest one. Just based on, I don't see him as a funny guy. I really, truth be told, I really haven't heard him talk that much. Mm. Um, Steve Jobs wasn't funny. I, I I see him more as genius than 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 funny. Bill Gates. Bill Gates, not, not funny. Not funny guy. Yeah, he's not funny. Warren, Warren Buffett, Buffett, he got his, he got like a yeah. little, he got like a punchline here yeah. and there, but he's not a funny guy. There's the, let's not be disrespectful. Kanye West is funny. No, no, no. <laughs> Kanye West is a funny guy. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go to Kanye. I was going to go to the other black uh, billionaire. The, the one who said that he was going to uh, pay for everybody's pay tuition. Pay for everybody's tuition. Did he do it? Did he do it? I'm sure he did. Okay. But, like I said, it's a shame we don't know his name. We all, we automatically go to Oprah or Kanye West and things like that. Kanye I know his name. I know his name, but it's escaping me. But I guess that means I don't know his name, but. I'll put a picture of him up there. So, shout out to him. Kanye is not funny. Kanye West is hilarious, man. They having something on Twitter, or they had something on Twitter, to where they are saying, um, what are President Trump's funniest moments? And stuff like that. And the uh, the one that came up, <laughs> the, part, the part that it made me laugh when it first happened. But, like, now when you look back on it, you're like, yo, this guy was really president. When there was some storm that happened mm-hmm. in Mexico or like some like Hispanic country or something like that, and he was shooting paper towels into <laughs> the crowd and things like that. It was. That's that's the whole point because he was uh he showed he showed he showed that at some food bank and they were handing out like paper towels, uh-huh. toiletries, and things <laughs> like that. And in, in, and instead of handing people like baskets full of stuff, he was taking out paper towels and he was just shooting it into the crowd. <laughs> and it made me go like, yo, he really was our president. <laughs> but, I ain't gonna lie. When I saw this moment, I ain't really find it funny until you brought it to my attention. Uh-huh. When he was talking about <laughs> Kim Jong-un, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know Rocket Man. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I heard y'all like Trump. Uh, you know, I just took it as Trump just calling somebody else, and then mm-hmm. you're like, "Does this man really call this man Rocket Man?" <laughs> Yo, like that is the only reason why oh, people man. like Trump is because, unfortunately, he embodied at one point. What what people really felt about America in their <laughs> private homes. My man in North Korea been talking about he gonna send rockets uh, to America for the longest. And our <laughs> response to that threat is not to send military over there. It's not to even like arrest him. It's to call him Rocket Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then move on to something else. So that's why I'm like uh, that's that's probably my second favorite moment, but Rocket Man, but I'm, that's hilarious. it is what it is, man. But you sent me something that I want to know what you feel, and the title that you sent me, or basically the gist of it, is anxiety may be good instead of you know bad. 
So what was your point of sending that to me besides, you know, the podcast topic? But what 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 stuck out in that that made you want to talk about that? Um, so it kind of goes to your overall theory about how, like, um, mental health is a scam. Oh, OK. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. It's not. OK. But I do think. We're living in this generation where everybody wants some type of cr- crutch, whether it's like I'm trans. You got all these like people who are not, you know, gay. Shout out to the Pride Month. It's Pride it's Month. Still Pride you, Month right? you are you wild. I'm about to say oh, like, it's, it's, still it's, it's, it's still Pride Month. But it's a bunch of people that who are not gay who were like trying to appropriate gay culture. Shout out to the gay culture. Okay. Um, who like be like, oh, I'm him, him, he, him. You're not trans. I don't know. You don't have to be trans to do it, but I'm just saying. You're not trans. You're not this. You're not. Or you're like, I'm queer, but you, you, you're a woman that dates only guys. It's like, all right, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it's the same thing with like, uh, what's it called? It um, anxiety and uh, just uh, mental illness and mental health. Like everybody wants something to say, hey, I have this mental illness or I have this mental health. And the easiest one to do, if not depression, depression is probably number one. Depression is definitely number but one. But I feel like depression been used so many times that people are like, oh, that's not sexy no more. So now it's anxiety. So now everybody's saying I have anxiety or I have slight social anxiety or I can't do this because I have anxiety or I'm always check up on my girl and make sure she's at nine another person's house because I have anxiety. Like it was you like a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, well, first of all, just because you have anxiety or just because you you're anxious doesn't make you doesn't mean you have a mental illness or a mental disorder. Yes. And in the clip that I'm going to insert into the podcast, she made it very clear that there's a difference between experiencing anxiety and having an anxiety disorder. Yeah. So, like, that goes to your point. Um, and I think a lot of times we 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 hear everybody, because everybody, and this is one of the most beautiful, you know, times. I was I was semi-trolling in the beginning about, you know, people appropriating gay culture. This, But this is one of the most beautiful times in, in, in American, I guess, not American, but just uh, society in general. Okay. Um, history. Where people are able to share their stories, people that we never really heard from, people from different parts of, of, of our society. And I think that is connecting to other people where that might have not happened mm-hmm. even 10, 15, 20, definitely 50 years ago. So you might have somebody in you know India telling his story and connect with somebody who's in Nigeria, who connect with somebody who's in like rural Alabama. Mm. And they might have similar stories. And I think with mental illness and mental disorder, everybody's telling their stories and people are connecting to that. But I think a lot of people are thinking that they also connect with that, but that's not really what's going on. Mm. Like, if you are able to go to school, go to work, go to this, you might be like, I don't want to talk to this person. Ugh, I don't want to present. You don't got anxiety disorder. You just shy. You just don't want to, you know, uh, <laughs> you just don't want to interact with people. But if you can do it, doesn't mean you have a disorder. It's when you can't do something. When you can't leave your so house. So basically you're saying if it. When you call in and sick because you're too anxious to meet anybody or talk to anybody. That's when 
Yeah, because it because it because it disables you from doing anything. It, it impedes on your life. Let me look up the actual uh, definition of anxiety. This man grab his phone with his foot. Yeah, I I ain't wanna um, <laughs> you know. Yo, whole monkey. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my racist. <laughs> you know that was a wild time. Obama's uh, presidency. People really allowed people just to say racist things back. <laughs> Right. What do they call this man a monkey? <laughs> they call the president a monkey. That is wild. I don't think you could do that nowadays. At least not. At least not to a white one. No, we would cancel you. Shout out to cancel culture. It's scared. Cancel culture be right sometimes. They, sometimes. But they scare. They scare a lot of racist people. <laughs> people are not racist as they used to be. <laughs> they might be racist, but they don't be saying that. That's wild. Let me give you this Google definition. Anxiety. Anxiety. A feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an event or something with an uncertain outcome. Hmm. Have you ever experienced anxiety? Mm-hmm. Do you, have you ever been crippled by anxiety? Mm-hmm. So how can you, so do you identify with anxiety is bad? Maybe, uh, and, and and maybe I jumped the shark on that question. I mean, like, yeah, too much. Since you experience anxiety, yeah, and you've been crippled by anxiety, mm-hmm. how can you say that people are faking when you have testament rather that like, oh, I experienced this? Like, how how can you say? Maybe I'm asking the wrong question. I mean, it's like. Because truth be told, I, I don't think I ever experienced anxiety before. It's like this. Okay. You start coughing. I'm coughing. And you tell me you have COVID. Wow. Off of a cough? <laughs> I feel like that's how people are treating anxiety. I th- I, for you to say you have anxiety disorder or you have a social anxiety, you need to get that diagnosed by uh, oh okay 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 okay. you can't just be saying i have these disorders and you never really got checked out i got AD. you know the other one's add i got Mm -hmm. add why i can't focus you got checked out (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean you got add how you know and i think it's the same thing with a cough if you just say i have a cough and then you're talking about i have covid i'm like you sure you got covid you got tested there's tests for that to, to confirm that I think so. That's that's where I'm coming from. Okay, okay. I don't think, based on what you described, and based on what the definition described, or what anxiety is, I don't think it's a good thing. Mm. Okay, I ain't touching that. No, I, I'm I'm going there to come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah. there to come back. But so I, to like explain that part, right? Makes sense. Makes sense. I. Anything that inhabits your everyday experience of living, mm-hmm. I do not see it as a good thing. Anything that can tailor or temper with whatever decision you want to do. Like, for example, I want to go outside and walk. Mm. And while I put on my shoes, I begin to think, what if there's people outside? Granted, you know. I don't think that's a good thing. However, there has to be something to your point 
to just because you have it, you have to combat it. Like, 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 like you just can't like, for example, you just can't have anxiety or diagnose or self diagnose yourself and then be like, I have anxiety, but then you never got it checked out. So because you never got it checked out, you never took the steps to actually like try to cure that feeling you may have. Mm. Granted, I understand some people don't like taking drugs, but sometimes drugs are needed. You get what I'm saying? Mm. To like even with depression, I took depression for granted for the longest. I'm like, oh, it just extreme sadness. Like it just is what it is. But sometimes medicine just gets you back to zero. Yeah. Because you're so far in the negatives. So that's why I'm like with anxiety, I never experienced something that I couldn't overcome. I don't even know how that feels to where it's like I've been nervous about something. I've been uneasy about something. But to the point to where I'm like, I can't do it. Mm. Not no, I don't want to do it. Because it's just, a lot of things I've done and I just overworked and things like that. And I just did something that I didn't want to do. But I'm like, I can't do it. And people not getting that checked out. I'm like, that's, that's not all people. But some people not yeah. getting that checked out. That's weird to me. Like, that's, that's a prison. Do you get what I'm saying? I think the... I was reading an article on that. I'll probably share it with you. Um, the thing is that a lot of people who have anxiety, and maybe this is probably the the good thing about people just... Okay. And this is the argument I made uh, when we was talking about therapy and um, depression and all this, is that even though a lot of people might be using it as a, look at me, I'm also disabled type of thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what it does do it does normalize it for those who do, do have anxiety to really be taken seriously. Cause I think what's been happening, not that thing, what's probably been happening over the years is that people have been dealing with it and thinking that's just who they are. Uh-huh. It's like, they might be like, oh, there's a party going, you know, there's two, there's a lot of people at, at, in this party. You know what? I'm going to just go home. Uh-huh. Instead of like, <laughs> instead of thinking like, that's weird behavior. Why, why I go home because it was too many people. Or, um, you know, calling in sick from work because it's like, I don't know, I just don't, don't, there's something, I feel some type of way about going to work. They might just not deal with it, ask anxiety. Uh Um, So, what I think, you know, what's what's probably going on right now. So, to your your question, it's like, why why are you not getting checked? I think people just normalize their behavior. And because they normalize their behavior, they just don't see it as a... But there's certain symptoms there that's scary, like your heart rate can, your heart rate can increase mm-hmm. nobody care about their heart beating fast like faster than normal and things like that like like that's not a good feeling but you don't know that's weird until because you that always happened okay like you don't know what's normal in your, oh because and this is for people who have anxiety disorder yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. i mean I, I don't have it like terribly i did get diagnosed with social anxiety but i think that's just shyness and they said talk therapy should fix that but like you, you have to be down with social, social. Yeah, you know I'm in therapy now, so they be having all the tools. Social what? Social anxiety. So you scared to talk to people or something like that? I low key. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like talking to new people. I and that's the thing. I thought I, it was just me not being, you know, social. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was. Called, I really had social anxiety. Like there's actually a name for it. There's actual. And that's what they called it. Did they give you pills? No, nah, she said the the nurse that uh, diagnosed me. She said that uh, I'm not bad enough to need drugs. 
I just need to continue going to therapy. Ah. Uh. Hook and sinker, huh? <laughs> Keep coming to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Keep giving us your money. Um, but yeah, no, I think so. So I think a lot of times people just don't. It's so normal for how they deal with a lot of the things that you know they deal with. They just, you know, they they, they they've been doing this since you know there was a teenager or well, even the, younger. Yeah, so it's not it's not it's not normal, and it's it's kind of like those people that be angry all the time. And then you like, why you like this? Like, that's just who I am. Like, it was like you just a scared. You angry all the time. <laughs> like, that's who you are. And I think it's the same thing with anxiety. It's like I just don't like people. I just don't like going to big groups and crowds, and I just don't like you know talking. So yeah, I, I think I'm speaking from privilege. Yeah, I'm speaking from privilege because I'm like, if I was to meet someone and say, like, this is who I am, because it because when I think of someone with mental illness, it's also uh. Uh, uh, I guess it's a, it's a, it's a non-educated thing to say. But yeah. when I see people with mental illness, or when I think of people with mental illness, rather, I think of like a meek person. Like I don't think of someone. Like for example, it's it's possible for you to have anxiety and be confident. Yeah. Right. So, but when I think of somebody with anxiety, I think of someone curled up in the corner, scared to come outside, lights off. Do you get what I'm saying? I don't think of the everyday person that I'm passing. Mm out in the street that may have an anxiety disorder or just some type of mental health disorder. So you may have those people who dealt with it their whole life, who feel like there's some normalcy to it because that's all they experience. And they'd be like, I don't like big groups. And they speak it confidently. And to me, that may just come off as, oh, you're just stuck in your ways. Yeah. But I'm not viewing it as, oh, you may really need to be diagnosed with social anxiety because... You're just confident in your crutch. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I should if if that's the case, the way mental health has gone, even for people who are faking it. Or I wouldn't even say faking it. I say even for the people who are using it as leverage and, and, and stretching it and things like that. And basically giving themselves a crutch. Does it benefit everyone to have a crutch? Because to your point, you said to the ones that really do have anxiety or really going through it really hard, they feel seen. They feel like it's normalized now. They feel like they don't have to hide mm-hmm. because people like me, just using me as an example, may just take my nervousness and just put anxiety on it. And now it's kind of like normal to where you're not the weird kid and no more that have anxiety. It's like now everybody got a crutch. Mm-hmm. Does it benefit everyone in society now to have a crutch or use their crutch or things like that? Or is that even a good question? So I, I do have two thoughts on this. Um, I, I want to say overall, yes. But I did remember hearing this story and I'm probably, I might send this to you. Um, about this therapist who was talking to a, a gamer, a streamer online, mm-hmm. just talking about therapy and mental well-being and all that. And she was talking about how this woman thought she had, uh, uh, what do they call it, multi-personality disorder. Okay. Or borderline personality disorder. And she kept getting diagnosed with, no, you don't. You don't have it. Mm-hmm. But she was in such disbelief. And she and she was the therapist was one of the people that 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 interviewed her, 
But she was in such disbelief, she kept going back to different doctors to get re-diagnosed. And about, I guess, a year later, she was diagnosed with it. And when that therapist met her again, she actually showed signs of borderline disorder, borderline personality disorder. Compared to before where, <clears throat> where mm-hmm. it wasn't. Now, the question is, I'll tell you her theory or what she, she's talking about. But the question is, did she always have it and was slowly growing mm. throughout the year? Or did she trick herself into believing that she had it where then she started to develop symptoms where she actually had it? And so the therapist thought it was a it was a ladder where she kept saying, I had it, I had it. She started thinking she had it. And then her body and her mental well-being started to actually show symptoms of having it. Where she probably didn't have it before, but mm. because she thought she did, she started to actually... And so I, I wonder if that's what might happen with anxiety. Or mental health. Period. Because the reason why I asked that question is, you always speak of... And please uh, correct me uh, when I say this word wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to say it right. When the thing swings, the pendulum... Uh, pendulum. That. Pendulum. Right? The point of that, you want it in the middle. Right? Yeah. You want it in the middle, but in order for it to get in the middle, it has to settle. Mm-hmm. Right? So it would swing one way, and then it would swing back the other way, and then it gets slower, and then it would settle in the middle. Now, the outcast is the one that's not diagnosed with anything. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, you kind of get what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's because it's, it's not settled yet. To the point where people are like, you should go to therapy. Exactly. There's something that got There's something wrong with you. But I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so to support that story you just said, that's where my question came from. Because what if, and like I said, I don't know the broad. What if everybody has something and you don't want to be the out man out or, or you don't want to be the outside man? And granted, I'm speaking from a place of not being diagnosed with anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think people want to be depressed. Mm-hmm. I don't think people want to have anxiety. Mm-hmm. I don't think people want to be diagnosed with these things. So let me say that first. But that is a good story that you shared. What if everybody in society have a crutch? And let's say you're young. And let's say you're entering into society as a teenager or so forth. And you know it's peer pressure and there's things you have to do to fit in. Even as adults, there's things you have to do to fit in. To where it's like, oh, you don't go to therapy? To your point, you don't go to therapy? Like, no. You don't go to marriage therapy? You don't go to marriage counseling? I do think you should, you know, talk about marriage counseling. But, like, there's nothing wrong. And it's almost wrong to say there's nothing wrong with you. Mm. And it's like, mm, I don't, I, I wonder when would that settle once it gets done swinging the other way. Like, you're normal if you say, yeah, I deal with depression. You're normal if you say, um... I, I have anxiety. You're normal if you say I have multi-personality disorder. You're normal if you say I have social anxiety. I don't like big crowds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, it's kind of hard to tell um, the difference between my preference and what is crippling me. I don't like to be around big crowds either. Mm-hmm. That's a preference. I don't want to be back to back or side to side with anybody like concerts and things. I can't imagine being like in a mosh pit. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
but I'm not crippled by it. It's just my preference. I just don't want to be around nobody. Like if you was there, you could. Yeah, it's like if I was there, I'd just be like, I, I'm, I'm hating life right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like, ugh. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm just like, this sucks. I'm never doing this again, <laughs> you know? So that's why I'm like, are we getting to that point to where it's almost abnormal to be normal? Like, what's normal now? Normal is everybody got something? And maybe the point is, maybe the chicken came before the egg or the egg came before the chicken. Maybe people always had something. Yeah. And now medicine caught up. Yeah. Science has caught up. Therapy has caught up to where it's like, yo, people been messed up. We actually got names for this now. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, it, it, I think it's a discussion to have when it comes to, especially that woman, because it's like, that's a great uh, science experiment right there. Like, did you... Trick yourself into <laughs> thinking you had a, yeah. a disorder, and now you start to do things and show the characteristics of it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we currently live in, in a society where everybody's trying to improve. So I don't even know, and that's and that's true. The self help society. Yeah, it's not only self help. Now self, you got self-help. therapy. Now you got. <laughs> You know, uh, working out like we're trying to improve in every aspect. And I guess, yeah, I guess it's all self help because they all in different Remember, self-help, genres. Self help used to be a small group. Mm-hmm. Now it's almost you got people who are in their forties, forty five, fifty years old, changing their whole life. <laughs> that should be basically about to like retire. To retire it's like about, yeah, I quit my job. <laughs> Sixty point. <laughs> oh, it's five more years. <laughs> Quit my job to start a business. Exactly. Sold everything. Because, but that's the way that society is turning. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, we can't be ignorant and say, oh, we don't follow the trends of society. But at the same time, to argue for the other side, maybe science, medicine, therapy, all that stuff finally caught up to us. Maybe we've been sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either, but I think also, you know, with everybody trying to improve themselves, I think people are trying people are, are trying to optimize for the best life they could possibly live. And so, if they feel like, okay, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm going to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what's wrong with me, but I'm going to go to the doctors to see like what my blood work is. Like people are are are, are Pushing himself in, in sports every day. You got people running marathons. There's more people running marathons than ever before. Really? I remember there was a story where there was only like, a, you know, maybe a few thousand people in the world that was running marathons. Now, you could have a, a, a thousand people running one marathon. Mm. And so, you got people doing, you got so many people doing uh, all these workouts. You got, there's kids nowadays. I remember uh, a lot of the, the fitness bodybuilders on YouTube. They said, when we was growing up, we didn't know what to do. We didn't know what supplements to, t- to take. We didn't really know how to work out. It's like, now you guys have all this information. And you got kids now who are like 22 looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. when he was in his prime. And so, I think there's so much, one, information, and two, uh, momentum in trying to live the best life, trying to optimize for the best life, that I think a lot of times people are taking these, these steps to to work on themselves and one being you know going to therapy or or making sure their mental well-being is as well so that could also play a role where we are seeing a lot of these other people come up because people are going to the doctors to actually make sure yeah they're actually good 
Like I, I could be one of those examples where I ain't know I ain't I really never thought I had any type of anxiety. I'm I'm happy you got that diagnosed because if you <laughs> to be honest with you, the other scary part is though is like I don't want that to be an excuse, right? Okay. And I think that's the other thing that I think is kind of and and this goes to the heart of the question. It's like I think a lot of people are using or have anxiety, like the whole horoscope. Like, oh, I'm a I'm a cancer. That's Shout why to I, my I'm, cancers. That's why I'm crying right now. Boy, you don't wipe them tears. Okay, why? <laughs> nah, sorry, 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 sorry. Man can cry too. You know, no, everybody can cry. Adults can't cry. Though. Just in the car though. Just yeah. cry in the car. Yeah. Oh boy. Not not in the middle of the street. Wait, with your toddler. Adults in hand. Adults shouldn't cry. See in public. Video. Which one? The guy in the white suit when he was holding his daughter's hand and he was crying. Women's tears. Oh, yeah, man. I hated that video, bro. Oh, damn. Why you hate that video? Because why he he crying like that for the camera, bro? Why he crying like that for? That is true. I don't like when people are crying <laughs> and somebody's recording you. Like, what I'm are you like, doing? Because usually my first instinct is to see somebody crying and be like, you good? Yeah, hug yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. No, don't touch me. But I'm like, you good? Yes, man. Nah, I don't. I, that's one thing I don't like. I don't like being caught up. And I think that had to do with my mother dying at an early age. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, yo, I went to therapy before, bro. Like, I, I'm just like, yo, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, that makes that sense. That makes sense. Okay. That makes because my father wasn't a coddle. A, a coddle type of coddle. one. Like, he co- like he, I want to be coddled in the way he coddled me. Like, hey. You good, boy? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, yo, there's, there's, so, there's so much love in that statement. You know what I mean? Like, like hey. Like, <laughs> you know, people going to say, you might need therapy. You know that's going to say that. Like, you don't know how to really love. <laughs> how are you going to love your daughter? <laughs> you know how people say that? Like, you going to have daughters. You ain't going to know how to love her. Like, no, I'm a hugger. Like, just because it's my preference doesn't mean, like, I'm going to pass it on to, like, my Someone daughter. else. Like, my, my wife going to be alive. Even though she is, we have a bet that, you know. Damn, yo, just call her his her his wife. I'm just saying, like, no, I'm just saying, no, I'm, I, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that to to current situation. I'm saying okay, I'm okay. only having a child. Okay, okay. To with my wife. I'm okay, not. Okay, I'm not. Okay. I'm not like these other people out here just having kids and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. Like, like, I'm I'm saying for me. All you single fathers out there. Okay. <laughs> Nasty hoes. Okay, T up. Y'all but, single fathers, man. Uh, nasty hoes. But shout out to fathers. They fathers just passed. Oh yeah, shout out to fathers. <laughs> single fathers too, man. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like my father, like there is something too. I appreciate what my father was equipped with. Yeah. But me and my future wife, which I'm speaking presently now, mm. we are equipped with more. Than what he had, mm. do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So my 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 future child would not have the same experience that I had of not being coddled, because my father did the best with what he had. Mm. If he had, if my mother was alive, then I would love being coddled. Yeah. But because that's the case, I I I don't want to be if I'm if I'm crying if I'm crying, um, just let me just let me get it out. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't touch me. Don't hug me. But no. Nah, I see your point, but no, I hate that video. That video with the uh, groom and his daughter holding hands and he crying. Stop crying at your wedding. Like, matter of fact, let oh, me, wait, 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 uh, wait, what? Stop crying at your wedding. You knew that this was going to happen. Matter of fact, your, your bank knew this was, this was going to happen. Just because you know something's going to happen doesn't nah. mean you can't get emotional. Nah. Man. 
I feel like that's the one place you should be able to cry. I'm crying when I propose. You crying when you propose? But I'm crying when I propose. Now you definitely knew about the proposal. That no, I'm nervous. I don't know what at the proposal though. I'm not. I'm not what nervous. I gotta do with I'm crying. not. Cause I, cause I, like, it's, I just feel a lot of emotions. Okay. Because, and because that's no, 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 no. Okay, all right. At a proposal, uh-huh. that's probably the most humble I probably will ever be in life. I will never get on my knees for anybody else, except for the person that I'm asking to spend my life with. Mm-hmm. That is a humbling, intimate, nervous, emotional moment. The wedding, we met with the wedding planner. Mm-hmm. We had rehearsals. Mm-hmm. The rehearsal ain't real rehearsals, though. They're like, I right, paid y'all for it. walk in, y'all I walk paid out. for it. I knew this was going to happen, right? But people say things like, when you see your wife come down, yeah. that's probably going to be... The, she, She's dressed up. She got makeup on. And people say things that I think is kind of offensive. They say, like, this is the most beautiful that she's ever going to look. I say, stop it. Just because she's wearing a wedding dress doesn't mean that's going to be the most beautiful she ever looked. What's going to be the most beautiful she ever looked? When she's on the no, operating table pushing out your baby? No, because I'm not looking at that either. You know, you know uh, <laughs> and went on themselves? Yes. Man, that's the scariest thing. Yes. But that's but, but that's normal, though. Can you imagine? Oh, excuse my language. Can you beep that out? <laughs> yeah, I'll beep it out. Uh, excuse my language, but that is intense. But you poop on yourself. But now the, the trend now is C-sections. So it's like... Because mm, doc- that's still scary. You cut open. No, no, no. It oh, is. It Lord. is because doctors don't want to be on call. Oh, <laughs> dude, you get what I'm I saying? see. And so they plan it in advance. Yeah, there's there's some like in some cases it's it's for the safety of the baby. Mm. You know what I mean? But it seems like the last ten mm. women I talked to just all had C-section, and then once you have mm. one C-section, like you, you might as well. You gonna have all of them. So, dude, your stomach hurt. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but no, low key. Don't don't be mad at me, y'all. I don't think the wedding dress is that fire, man. Like like it, no one take it off. No, no, I'm saying it's a cool gown, but it's like it's cool, but it's like all right, cool. That's your wife. No, she is my wife. She wasn't your wife before she walked out. She probably was because we probably got had to get the license beforehand. What do you mean? You don't get the same thing? No, you, you gotta go to the courthouse. Do you? Well, I'm going to the courthouse. Don't they? Isn't the person who marry you on their license so, to? So, so you telling me even after I had the ceremony, I'm not really married yet? Yeah, because the person is there. Oh, the then priest. no, no, I'm definitely not crying. The priest is there. It ain't y'all officially husband and wife. Yeah, I don't know unless you get the license first and then you come. But I, I thought you could. I thought I thought well, I'm some, get married before. So. I thought some people get the license first. I'm getting the license first. Yeah, me. Like too. when I propose, I'm married. Yeah. Oh. No, like I'm, I'm married. Cause in my head, I'm like, I'm married. I'm waiting. Sometimes I'm saying <laughs> just, make, just make sure. Oh boy. I'm praying, God, Lord, bring everything to the light right now. Okay. <laughs> no, but <laughs> anything I need to know. But that's just what I'm saying. I'm not crying at my wedding. Bro. I feel you. If I cry at my wedding, I pay you. If I cry at my wedding, there's nothing she can say. In my opinion, I don't know because I'm a better writer than my lady. She's gonna cry off my vows because I'm just a, you know what I mean I'm I'm just that nigga with like the pen. I don't think there's nothing that she can say that she haven't already told me in this almost six year span that she's gonna hit me at the wedding. 
hey, if you seen this, <laughs> no. hey, you start practicing now. <laughs> Get your rough draft out now. <laughs> hey, we put money into this. All right? I split fifty fifty with you. <laughs> Come on, it comes back to me. Way. <laughs> um, but yeah, nah. I, I, one last point I want to make is What's that it? the only reason I say anxiety could be good is that it it does it is part about of being human. I think. We have all these negative uh, connotations with a lot of these emotions, but sadness is part of being human. Mm-hmm. Anger is part of being human. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is part of being human. And that is, there's a reason why you get anxious. You take things more serious when you're anxious. When you're not anxious, you think it's just a regular thing. But when you're anxious, when you know, oh, <laughs> I got prep for this, uh, mm-hmm. this speech that I'm, I'm doing tomorrow. Because you don't want to mess up. So you take it seriously. If there's people, if there's lives on the line, you're not you're not playing games. You're you're able to do the work. Yeah. But there's a, a level of anxiousness that comes with that with what with that job, right? So I so I think the whole idea that anxiety this anxiety that anxiety this anxiety that anxiety is there for a reason. And I think the whole idea of saying, "Oh, I'm trying to get rid of anxiety," unless you have a disorder. You should probably relax. That's my whole thing. Like, let's let's relax on. I, I think that's a good reason, but I think it's incomplete in this sense. Sounds good. If if you had, let's say, you bust your knee open or mm-hmm. something, right, and you need to get surgery on your knee, mm-hmm. and the doctor tells you, "I'm anxious to mm-hmm. do the surgery," will you feel comfortable letting him operate on you to cut into you to fix something inside you? Because by your logic, you say you may feel, or by your response, maybe not logic incomplete, but basically what I took from it is that, hey, you may feel it, but that's human. And that it kind of gives you the alert or the sense to take something seriously and that you may perform better because you actually felt this feeling Mm -hmm. and you know this is a serious thing. But... I don't think you always have to feel that way to take something seriously. You could be confident in something and not feel anxious about it. Yeah. I mean, yes. It depends, right? Okay. Like, there's a there's a level of experience that comes with not feeling anxious anymore. So, if you seem things like that all the time. Oh, so you're basically saying, like, with experience kind of negates the anxious. The first anxiety. two times he does it, he's going to be anxious. Okay. But the first, but after he did like 100, 200, right. 20 years. And that's when all of a sudden the, injury, like, the injuries oh, start is, looking the same. And it's stuff like, like that. yeah, I've seen this before. There's nothing to worry about. But if he's seen an injury that he's never seen before, there's going to be a level of nervousness. Mm. It's the same thing with even like police officers, not the ones that kill black people. But the police officers that go into certain type of uh, environments, maybe and, they. And definitely not the ones that's in Texas that didn't go into the school to. To, to help with anything they just stayed outside not them not y'all not y'all but go ahead hey i don't know enough about that story so i ain't gonna comment on that but um but yeah when you go into a situation that you're not familiar with mm-hmm. yeah you could train for it a hundred times you could you could read about a hundred times but until you get into that situation and that be your first time mm-hmm. there's a level of anxiety that comes with it i'm pretty sure if every gunfight in war it's always anxiety because oh. it's the the variables are always different. Yeah, you always in different terrains. It's almost not. It's almost never the same experience. And it's a life and death situation. Yeah. So I think 
if somebody said they wasn't anxious during gunfight, I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> you get on the other platoon. You're not in my platoon, my guy. I need people who are alert, like people who are <laughs> worry about death. Like that's that's the people I want in my platoon. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, not to the point where I can't, I can't shoot, boss. Yeah. Like I don't want that person either. But I do want the person like. I'm gonna make sure we do everything that we need to do to come home alive. Like I want yeah. that person. I think experience is the best. Um, I don't want to say cure, but I think you need experience to draw back to whenever you feel anxious. And I mean, in the sense of if you do have social anxiety mm-hmm. and you're like, I feel this type of way when I speak to people, but I'm gonna go do That's it anyway. True. That's true. But I'm gonna do it anyway. And you do that multiple times, when you feel anxious the next time, you can draw back to that experience yeah. of, I felt this way, but when I went out and spoke, these people became my friends. Dude, yeah. you get what I'm saying? Like, like it is, it's, I think experience is a good thing. That's for, in my opinion, the ones that doesn't have a disorder. Anything that has a disorder, most of the time requires medicine just to get things leveled. Yeah. And then you still have to do the practical work. To basically cool. have an even um, playing field with everything else. Yeah. The medicine is just to get you back to zero. If you don't do nothing but just take the medicine, you're going to be at zero. Yeah. Compared to actually being at a level. Um, but um, shout out to people with anxiety. Shout out to people who are nervous, who call it anxiety. Shout out to uh, people who have anxiety disorder. Hopefully, y'all go get help and y'all get treatment. Amen. And y'all are able to function. Um. In, in life the way y'all want to. Anything else you want to share? Ooh. Y'all be good, man. Blessings. <laughs> <laughs>